When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, everybody. Craig Cottle, director of Nature Blind School, co-host of the Survival Show podcast, coming at you today with part two of my look at getting prepared. I guess the best way of describing this is from a mental perspective, some things that you can be doing pre-event now so that you're ready for disaster. We looked at in part one ways that we can motivate. The main important word that we looked at was motivation. How do we go about motivating ourselves as individuals? Part two, what I wanted to get into was a discussion on leadership and how you can work with others and some of the things that you can focus on there. So this got started in my mind, at least, because I had a post up on Facebook and I discussed some leadership qualities. And uh, these are things that I share from my book, Extreme Wilderness Survival. They're on pages 125, 126, and 127 of that book. So if you have it, you can follow along with that because I'm going to expand a little bit on what is there as well as digging some uh, real-life situations where some of these things have come into play. But the, the big one here is you know, just the qualities of a good leader. And so what are those qualities? So this, again, is more of a a thing that we can look at as an individual basis. And minimal ego is one. Uh, I'm a big fan of understanding that ego gets in the way of a lot of different things. Uh, I often say that ego is something that leads to cockiness. And I would rather, as a leader, and when I'm training other leaders, because I get an opportunity to do that on a regular basis, when I'm training EMS or or fire or law enforcement, military, whoever it is, because I'm training a lot of leaders in those uh, in those different entities, then I like the idea of confidence but not cockiness. Not cocky but confident, okay? Uh, the reason is that when you're cocky, what tends to happen is you're looking real inward. You're, you're wanting everybody to look at you, uh, take a look at me kind of thing. And when you're confident, you have an air that pushes out away from you. And it seems simple, but it's just simple mindset that allows you to see more things that are going on when you're confident. But when you're cocky, because you're looking so inward, it's hard to take in as much information that's coming into you from the outside. Next is integrity. And integrity is one that is a bedrock that you've got to start from day one of when you're trying to become a leader and just continue to keep that as hard and as fast as you can. Uh, I I work pretty diligently to try to to be to have as much integrity in what it is that I do as much as anything uh, to the point that I don't make some money when I could and I lose money when I could uh, kind of put my money where my mouth is right and the reason I say that is because um, there. It's kind of a hard concept, but integrity is important, and it's one of the things that go along with goes along with integrity is this idea of marketing and what have you. Is that marketing tends to be 
from my perspective, and, I, and I've got a degree in business management, okay? So I studied marketing, and I studied finance, and I studied business statistics and management and all the things that go along with it. And it always feels like to me that marketing is a way to trick people into thinking that trick people into thinking the way you want them to think. And I have some personal convictions that I'm not a fan of doing that. I like to present information as best I can and then uh, let people decide on their own. And quite frankly, that does not make me an incredibly successful businessman. I'll know that. I just, I'll admit that 100%. But I think it just puts me in a position where, you know, and I'm constantly striving and oftentimes fail. I must admit that. But integrity is very important to me. Next is good communication skills. You know, an effective leader must have the ability to converse and communicate with those that are under their care, under those under their mentorship. And it's just, it, it goes way beyond even verbal communication. A good leader should be able to, uh, at the very least, read body language and understand when somebody's upset, when, understand when somebody is completely done. For example, in a disaster readiness situation, you've got to be able to read a person and go, you know, they're not going to make it another inch, let alone another mile. So we've got to figure out what to do right here. And then there's other times you got to be able to read people and go, you know, they are wore out. They're very tired. But I know with the right motivation, I can get them where they need to be. And a good leader is going to be able to look at people and read people and determine that. The next one is teamwork skills. Does a good leader just get dirty with you? I, I think they should. I think a good leader should be someone that is going to be able to understand, even if they're not as even, even as good as other people at a particular task, that doesn't mean that they don't get dirty and try. And going along with it, that doesn't mean that they don't always also get in the middle of things and show people that they too can fail. And they're not perfect because we're not perfect. And so for a good leader, if they are showing, hey, I'm trying, I need your help, then that helps build a team into what a team needs to be. Uh, last one I wanted to point out, and again, this comes from my book, Extreme Wilderness Survival, but but uh, the, the next one is decisive, decisiveness. You know, and I struggle with this. Man, I really struggle with this. I like to, I get hung up with paralysis by analysis. And one of the things that I'm trying my best to do is become more decisive. Even if that decision is not necessarily the best decision, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to make the best decisions, I am, but instead of just sitting around doing nothing, then I'm actually trying to get engaged in doing something and gathering as much information as can and then recognizing, hey, I've gone as far as I can on gathering information. I've got to make a decision to do this. And man, I struggle with that. I really struggle with that. But Nevertheless, I think it's a good character quality for good leaders. The next thing I wanted to get into is how do you work with others? Okay, that again is some more typical character aspects of a good leader, but how do we go about communicating and working with others as, as a good leader? There's a few things. I call them these five basic principles, and I got these, uh, quite frankly, I got these from a leadership course that I went through Man, it's been 25, 26 years ago now, uh, real early on in both my marriage and, and when I got out of college and all the things that go along with that. And so it was it was a very – I learned more in 16 weeks. This is a program where we went to leadership training eight hours a day. 
one day a week for for 26 weeks. It was half the year. And so it was intense. Let me just tell you, it was intense. It was some of the – I learned more in that class than I learned in four years of college, no doubt about it. So very pleased. But it was built upon five basic principles, and I've just adapted these for our use in disaster. And the first one is – when you're working with others, just keep a focus on the situation, not on the individual people involved. Okay, so basically, what this means is that if you're communicating with others, then you can often say, "Why'd you do that? You ding bad," or you can use some derogatory terms. And sometimes, in certain circles, this is probably not the best podcast for those in the military because there's just a different way that people in a government hierarchy like that, where there's rank and stuff of that nature, whether it's law enforcement or EMS or military, but for us in general life, we don't have that real strict defined hierarchy. So we have to have ways to communicate effectively with others when we don't have that. And this is one of them. You can't just say, yo, do this because they are uh, lower ranked than you. You've got to figure out how to communicate and get them motivated to get something. And this is a big one. You don't, you focus on the situation or the issue, not on the person themselves hey craig you're a dumbass you don't do that because that doesn't help craig out much at all right so what you do is craig i don't like the way this shelter is being built let me give you a couple of pointers and show them a couple of pointers and then have craig get on to work okay number two maintain the self-confidence of others this goes right along if you're continually bashing somebody then then they'll get down on themselves, and when they get down on themselves, they get very unproductive, and that's not going to be an effective team member in a disaster situation. Uh, number three is maintain constructive relationships. So this means like in a family environment, you've got to work hard for a husband and wife team to maintain those constructive relationships because if you as a husband and wife are not maintaining a constructive relationship in disaster, when people are looking at you or looking at your wife or spouse or partner, whoever it might be, then what you're going to run into is a team that is divided. And so if you work on those constructive relationships, both with those that are below you, those that are at your same level, and those that are above you, then you're going to have an effective ability to share information, share skills with others in the midst of disaster and what have you. Next is take the initiative to make things better. You, you, that's you. That means you. When it's time for you or when it's time for something to get done, don't sit around and go, man, I wish somebody would do this. Get your butt up and do this. All right? Take the initiative to make things better. If there's a problem or there's an issue, then set the example in front of everybody by taking care of it. If you wish that somebody would get something done, then do it and then Next time, maybe you as a leader suggest or ask or tell even somebody, you need to do this. Well, they have a, pre, um, a pre-event opportunity that they've seen you as a leader do it. So if you can do it, then they will too. And the last one is definitely in all things, all things lead by example. You can see how each and every one of these, more than anything, just kind of bleed off on one another. So when I say bleeding off on one another, each, you know, lead by example and take the initiative to make things better is very similar. Um, maintain the self-confidence of others. If you lead by example, number five, like we did, like maintain the self-confidence of others. And number two, then people that are around you will continue to do the same. And so that's what I mean by 
These are five basic principles that are there for you to help understand some ways to communicate more effectively, to work within your team, to develop a team uh, pre-event more than anything else. You need to be doing these things now in your families, in your groups, in your neighborhoods, so that when and if disaster occurs, you're already got motivation. That comes from part one. And in part two, what we're discussing here today is knowing how to communicate effectively and lead a group. Be a leader, not a follower. So as always with the Survival Show podcast, we appreciate you guys. Please give us a five-star rating over on iTunes. Uh, check out our sponsors, and they're all in the links below. Uh, in the description, they're all the links for all of those are in the description below. And we really appreciate you guys and everything you've done to help us increase the the uh, reach, increase the success of the Survival Show podcast. So keep it simple, be positive, and stay sharp. <laughs>